Hello, hello, hello. What a blessing and honor for each of you to join us on this special day for the Hour of Excellence. The theme is, it's about our children, our outstanding dignitaries who are destined for greatness. Let's continue to love and pray for our children because they are truly someone special. Please enjoy today's presentation. ADHD. What is ADHD? ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It is a medical condition. A person with ADHD has differences in brain development and brain activity that affect attention, the ability to sit still, and self-control. ADHD can affect a child at school, at home, and in friendships. At times, all kids have trouble paying attention, listening, sitting still, or waiting their turn. But children with ADHD have trouble with these things almost all the time. Children with ADHD aren't being this way on purpose. It is a medical condition that affects their attention and self-control. Because of ADHD, they have a harder time staying focused. And this can make the children more fidgety than other children their age. And children with ADHD might have a tough time controlling their behavior and get into trouble more. This can make it hard to do things like pay attention in class or get along with others. What are the signs of ADHD? Children with ADHD might have trouble listening and paying attention, need lots of reminders to do things, get distracted easily, seem absent-minded, be disorganized and lose things, not sit still, wait their turn or be patient, rush through homework or other tasks or make careless mistakes, interrupt a lot and talk or call out in class when they shouldn't, do things they should not even though they know better, and feel restless, fidgety, frustrated, and bored. If a child has a lot of these signs and these problems happen most of the time, it might be ADHD. How do doctors tell if a child has ADHD? If parents think their child might have this condition, they can talk with the doctor about it. There are no lab tests or blood tests, but doctors are trained to know what signs to look for. If your parents take you to get checked out for ADHD, the doctor will ask you questions about what's going on in your life and at school. The doctor will ask things like, if you have trouble doing homework, sitting still, slowing down, or listening, 
and how long that's been going on. The doctor will check to make sure another health or learning issue is not the cause. The doctor will probably ask your parents and teachers to fill out checklists. How is ADHD treated? If a doctor finds that you have ADHD, you will get treatment to help. This can be a big relief. It can be hard to feel like you, you're always struggling with things that other children seem to have no trouble doing. To help children with ADHD, doctors might prescribe medicine. Doctors can give kids medicine that boosts the brain's ability to pay attention, slow down, and be more patient. Or provide therapy. Therapists can help kids learn to be more patient, cope with feelings, and gain self-control. They can also help see the best in themselves and figure out what they're good at and how to use their strengths. And also help parents learn what to do. Parents can do things to help kids listen better, like telling one thing at a time. They can also help organize their things at home. They can give encouragement, love, and support. It's not just doctors and parents who can help kids with ADHD. Sometimes schools give a learning plan called an IEP that's designed just for them. Teachers can also do things to help kids with ADHD do well in class. Break schoolwork into parts. Help kids organize their things. Make sure they sit where they are less likely to be distracted, like away from a window or door. And also give kids quick breaks to get up and move during class. There are things that kids with ADHD can do to help themselves too, like eat healthy food, get enough sleep, be active every day, and practice mindful breathing. What causes ADHD? ADHD is caused by differences in the brain's ability to pay attention, slow down, and be patient. It's not clear what causes these brain differences, but doctors know that ADHD is in a person's genes. Most kids who have ADHD have a parent or relative with ADHD. And it is not caused by eating too much sugar. And it's not something a child does on purpose. What it's like for children with ADHD. Having ADHD can be difficult sometimes, but... Children may get scolded for things they can't help, like not listening, getting distracted, or doing things too fast. That can make them feel bad about themselves. At times, they may mistakenly blame themselves for ADHD, but it's not a child's fault. Parents, teachers, and therapists can help children get better at paying attention slowing down, and gaining self-control. 
They can teach kids to use their strengths and energy in good ways. Kids with ADHD can improve their attention and self-control and do well in school and activities they enjoy and feel good about themselves. And now let's listen to some white noise that can help some children who have ADHD. Should white noise become part of ADHD therapy? More research is necessary because not all ADHD patients react equally to external noise. Hi, we all have ADHD and we're going to tell you a bit about it. ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Know that anyone can have ADHD, even adults. About one in 20 children have ADHD, which is more than one in every class. Someone in your family may even have it too. If you have ADHD, you might feel like you have a lot more energy than others, find it hard to pay attention, get distracted easily, find it hard to sit still, or not shout out or interrupt others. Lots of people feel like this sometimes, but for someone with ADHD, it might feel like this most or all of the time. This can't get in the way of doing important things, like in school with homework and friendships. This can sometimes get them into trouble more than others. Not everyone with ADHD has the same difficulties. ADHD can appear in different ways at different times for different people. That's why sometimes it's hard to tell who has it. 
Some people may also have difficulties with reading, spelling, or being clumsy. Some may have difficulties communicating with people or have bigger emotions than others, like feeling more worried, sad, or angry. Scientists have found that the brains of people with ADHD can work in a special way, including parts of the brain that help with things like attention, stopping and waiting before doing things, and organising thoughts or actions. For me, ADHD feels like you're watching TV, listening to music, and talking to someone all at the same time. It's really hard to know what to pay attention to. A special doctor can tell if you have ADHD. They will speak to you, your family, and your teachers, Find out more about you and think very carefully before deciding if somebody has ADHD or not. They will also talk about the type of help you might need. Knowing that you have ADHD can help you and others understand you better. You might need help with things that you find hard and that's okay. It's important to find out what these are and talk to your family, teacher or doctor about it. There are some things that you might be able to do to help yourself with support of your family and teachers. For example, taking breaks or having a chart of what you need to do can help some people. Eating well, trying to get a good night's sleep and getting regular exercise is important too. Some children with ADHD need medicine to help with their difficulties and some do not. Not everything works for everyone and nothing works all the time. So it's best to find things that suit you and that you enjoy too. Scientists don't know what exactly causes ADHD yet, but they know that it's complicated with lots of different things acting together, including genes, which are instruction manuals in our bodies that help make us who we are. And the environment, which are the different things that happen to us in our lives. Although it can be hard sometimes, there are some good things about ADHD. It doesn't stop people from achieving their dreams and being successful. Lots of famous people, like some athletes and actors, have ADHD too. In fact, ADHD helps me have amazing ideas. I'm one of the funniest kids in school. I have lots more energy than others. I have fun in everything I do. I can think of more questions to ask teachers than any other person in my class. ADHD is just one part of who you are and it's okay to have ADHD.
This segment is presented by Presley Learning Center STEAM Academy. Artificial Intelligence for Kids. Have you ever heard of Alexa or Siri? Have you ever seen a self-driving car? Have you ever wondered how iPhone's face recognition works? All of these technologies have something in common. They use artificial intelligence or AI. Even if you have used AI before, you might not know exactly how it works. Artificial intelligence or AI is the ability for a computer to think and learn. With AI, computers can perform tasks that are typically done by people including processing language, problem solving, and learning. Artificial intelligence is a tool, much like other types of new technologies. What are some examples of AI? Movie recommendations. If you have ever streamed a movie on Netflix, you may have noticed that you will receive recommendations for other movies based on what you have already watched. That's because of AI. Chatbots. Many websites have chatbots that help answer your questions. These chatbots are not typically run by people they are AI. Search engines. Most people use search engines like Google every single day. Search engines use AI to rank websites in your search results. Why is learning about AI important for kids? AI is all around us. And whether or not you realize it, people use artificial intelligence every day. Even though AI is used today, computer scientists predict artificial intelligence will be more prominent in the future. Because of this, many jobs will need to understand how AI works so we can solve big problems. This is already true of many professions today. Doctors use AI to diagnose patients based on medical scans like x-rays. Astronauts use AI models to detect exoplanets or planets outside our solar system. And these are just a couple of examples. As a kid, you may not quite know 
what you want to be when you grow up. Future president, doctor, lawyer, entrepreneur, teacher, scientist, actor, or maybe you know for certain what your career will be. Either way, there's a good chance that AI will be connected to your future job. In addition to using artificial intelligence in a future job, kids can also talk about how people can use and program AI to make a difference. How might we use technology as a tool to fix problems in our world? By learning about AI at an early age, you can better understand how to apply this tool to improve the world. It is clear that learning about artificial intelligence is important for kids, but how exactly can kids learn about AI? If you are looking to learn more about AI, there are several different ways you can get started. Number one, experiment with Google. Google has put together tons of activities and resources to help kids learn about AI. Teachable Machine. Teachable Machine is a fast and easy way to create machine learning models without any coding involved. Train a computer to recognize your images, sounds, and poses. Quick Draw. Can a computer recognize doodles? Check out Quick Draw to help with machine learning research. Number two, learn how to code. Another essential step to learning more about AI as a kid is to code. Maybe you have taken a computer class at school or maybe you participated in an hour of code. Learning how to code is an important skill for kids and adults to have. And knowing how to code is especially important if you're looking to learn more about AI. Block-based programming, Scratch. Scratch is user-friendly, so it is a great programming tool for beginners, but it is still fun for more advanced coders. Let's review. What is artificial intelligence or AI? Artificial intelligence or AI is the ability for a computer to learn and think. With AI, computers can perform tasks that are typically done by people, including processing language, problem solving, and learning. What is machine learning? 
Machine learning is a type of AI that allows machines to learn from data. Machine learning is a term we use to describe how a computer develops intelligence. for young minds. Today, we will count to 50 and learn multiplication facts five and six. Grab your thinking caps and get ready for a fantastic math adventure. While we're counting, let's march to the beat. Stand up. You can do it, you can do it. You can do it, you can do it. All right, friends. I hope you're ready because today we're gonna count to 50. Ready, let's go.
singing the numbers is so much fun. Are you ready for a challenge? All right, let's count to 50 in Spanish. You can do it, you can do it. Uno, vamos, vamos. Number five, marvelous five. Imagine you have five bowls and each bowl has four shiny marbles. How many marbles do you have in total? You have five bowls. Each bowl has four shiny marbles. How many marbles do you have in total? Add four marbles five times. Four plus four plus four plus four plus four, plus four equals 20. 
5 times 4 equals 20. Let's move on to number 6. Imagine you have six baskets filled with three juicy apples. How many apples in all? You have six baskets filled with three juicy apples each. How many apples do you have in total? It's like adding three apples six times. Three plus three plus three plus three plus three plus three, plus three equals 18. That means six times three equals 18. You have 18 apples. Multiplication is like a superpower that helps us solve problems and understand the world around us. It's a secret code to unlocking new possibilities. By knowing your multiplication facts, you can figure out how many items you have, how groups are formed, and so much more. Remember, practice makes perfect. Take some time each day to review and memorize your multiplication facts. You can use flashcards, play fun math games, or ask your parents or teachers for help. Don't forget, mistakes are part of learning. So keep trying and don't give up. Dwarf planets. Most people hadn't heard much about dwarf planets until Pluto was downsized from a planet to a dwarf planet. For many years, Pluto was the ninth planet in our solar system. There was a lot of public outcry, especially from kids, when they changed Pluto's classification. Dwarf planets are too large to be considered asteroids, too small to be planets, and don't have all of the qualifications of a planet. A planet must be a celestial body that is in orbit around the sun, has sufficient mass for self-gravity to overcome rigid body forces so that it assumes a nearly round shape, has cleared the neighborhood around its orbit, isn't a satellite. A dwarf planet is usually missing at least one of these characteristics, most often that it hasn't cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. 
the controversy about dwarf planets became a topic that more people were aware of when the New Horizons spacecraft flew by Pluto in 2015. The problem with trying to research and define dwarf planets is that they are so far away that little information has been gathered about them. There are scientists who are examining some of the dwarf planets and discovering that they are so close to planets. So far, astronomers have identified five dwarf planets in our solar system. Thousands of years ago, ancient astronomers looked up at the sky and realized that some of the things they thought were stars were moving in ways they didn't expect. They called these errant objects planets, a word that means wandering stars. Five of these objects, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, were identified and named in ancient times. Through the centuries, the tools astronomers used to study the skies became better and stronger, and three more planets were identified, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. However, as astronomers continued to study the outer reaches of our solar system, they came to a startling realization. Pluto wasn't alone in the space beyond Neptune. As more and more objects were discovered near Pluto that were close to Pluto in size, astronomers realized that they couldn't all be planets. Something had to be done. In 2006, the International Astronomical Union created a new category, dwarf planets. For an object to qualify as a dwarf planet, it only had to meet two criteria. One, it must orbit around the sun. Two, it must be massive enough for its own gravity to pull it into a spherical or mostly spherical shape. Planets had a third qualification they had to meet. They must have cleared their orbits of other objects. Since dwarf planets often share their orbits with asteroids, comets, debris, and even other dwarf planets, this third point made it easier to tell the difference between a planet and a dwarf planet. There are currently five officially recognized dwarf planets in the solar system. Ceres, Pluto, Eris, Haumea, and Makemake. Of those five, Ceres was discovered first in 1801. That's because Ceres is located in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, making it easier to observe using the telescopes of the time and the only dwarf planet in the inner solar system. When it was discovered, Ceres was heralded as the fifth planet from the Sun, and Jupiter was pushed to the sixth position. This new order only lasted a year before another new planet was observed near Ceres, then another, then another. Within a few decades, dozens of new objects have been discovered between Mars and Jupiter. 
By the 1850s, astronomers decided enough was enough and reclassified all of the objects in the asteroid belt, including Ceres, as minor planets. Following the IAU's decision in 2006, Ceres was reclassified again as a dwarf planet. It is the largest object in the asteroid belt and contains 25% of the asteroid belt's mass. It completes one rotation every nine hours and one orbit around the Sun every 4.6 years. Ceres has no moons or rings, but it does have a very thin atmosphere, which contains traces of water vapor. It is the smallest of the recognized dwarf planets with a diameter of 590 miles or 950 kilometers. Ceres became the first of the dwarf planets to be visited by a spacecraft when the Dawn space probe entered its orbit on March 6, 2015. Pluto is the largest and most well-known dwarf planet. It was regarded as the ninth planet from its discovery in 1930 until its reclassification in 2006. Pluto is small and made of rocky ice, and it rotates slowly with a day that is 6.4 Earth days long. Because it is usually farther from the Sun than Neptune, it takes 248 years for it to complete a single orbit around the Sun. Pluto has a thin atmosphere made of nitrogen, methane, and carbon monoxide. Like Ceres, Pluto has no rings. Unlike Ceres, Pluto has five moons, including Charon, which is so large that Pluto and Charon are sometimes called binary or double dwarf planets. Pluto was visited by the New Horizons spacecraft in July of 2015 capturing stunning images of the former planet and raising new questions about the composition and structure of this cold and distant world. Eris was named for the Greek goddess of discord and strife, which is fitting since the discovery of Eris is what prompted arguments about Pluto's status as a planet. When it was discovered in 2005, NASA initially called Eris the 10th planet, but discoveries of multiple other large objects in the area caused them to reconsider. Eris is slightly smaller than Pluto, but it is estimated to be more massive, and it is believed to be covered with methane ice. It has one known moon, Dysnomia. Eris and its moon are two of the most distant known objects in the solar system, traveling much farther from the Sun than Pluto does. It is estimated that Eris will take 558 years to complete one orbit around the Sun. The discovery of another dwarf planet, Haumea, was announced in 2005. Unlike the rest of the dwarf planets, Haumea is oblong instead of shaped like a ball. Haumea appears to have water ice on its surface and is one of the fastest spinning large objects in the solar system completing a turn once every four hours. Its orbit is only a little longer than Pluto's, taking 284 years to travel once around the Sun. Haumea, named for the Hawaiian goddess of fertility and childbirth, has two known moons. The moons, Hayaka 
and Namaka are named for two of the goddess's daughters. The fifth and final dwarf planet currently recognized is Makemake. Makemake was also discovered in 2005 and was named for the creator god in the mythology of the Rapa Nui people of Easter Island. Like the other dwarf planets of the Kuiper Belt, Makemake is covered in ices, made of methane, ethane, and possibly nitrogen ice. Although its diameter is only about two-thirds of Pluto's, Makemake's icy surface makes it the second brightest object in the Kuiper Belt, after Pluto. In 2016, it was discovered that Makemake has at least one moon, which is as yet unnamed. Astronomers believe that there are hundreds of objects in the solar system that are likely to be dwarf planets. As scientists continue to study them, it is likely that more and more will be added to our list. We're the five dwarf planets of the solar system in order from the sun. We're the five dwarf planets according to the IAU we're the only ones. My name is Ceres. I'm the smallest dwarf planet and the closest dwarf to the sun. I'm the largest object in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter I run. Scientists think my bright spots are salty deposits made of sodium carbonate and ammonium chloride. I'm the only dwarf planet in the inner solar system and my surface is completely dry. Hello, I'm Pluto. I used to be the ninth planet in the solar system planetary mix. But when Eries was discovered, it had 27% more mass. The IAU demoted me in 2006. I've since been a dwarf planet in your solar system and have my moons that orbit me so nice. I'm about to have a rocky core which is surrounded by a mantle of water ice. We're the five dwarf planets of the solar system in order from the sun. We're the five dwarf planets according to the IAU we're the only ones. I'm Haumea. I am a dwarf planet and was discovered in 2004 at the Palomar Observatory by astronomer Mike Brown and I have two moons now here's some more my elongated shape is thought to be because the fast rotations that I make Located in the Kuiper Belt outside the orbit of Neptune and the third closest dwarf to the sun for goodness sake. I'm Maki Maki, the fourth dwarf planet from the sun, also located in the Kuiper Belt you see. Discovered in 2005 by Mike Brown and his team at the Palomar Observatory. I have one provisional moon, its name is MK2, it's about 13,000 miles from me. I appear to be reddish brown in color, but I'm so far away that you can barely see. 
my name is Eries. I'm in the Kuiper Belt. I'm the fifth dwarf planet from the sun. I have one known moon, it's named Dysnomia. Its orbit lasts about 16 days on its run. I'm the most massive, but the second largest dwarf planet after Pluto in the solar system. If you want to learn more about us individually, watch all of Kids Learning to Planet videos at once. We're the five dwarf planets of the solar system in order from the sun. We're the five dwarf planets. According to the IAU, we're the only ones. Glorious me, don't want to be anyone but me. You're your fabulous you, and we can do anything that we choose to do. So clap, clap your hands, and raise, raise your voice. You've got, you've got no choice. So make, make some noise and celebrate you. Place, is that everyone's unique Can never be replaced Just that you were born perfect In every single way Keep walking down your own road You'll find your way But don't go changing anything about you Don't listen to the voices that doubt you You're just starting out You know what you're about You are the original and shot it out So make, make some noise and
or lock it, or fade it I can wear it short or shave it, or mix it up and change it It's curly and luxurious, it's shiny and voluminous There's no need to debate it, it's just how I was created And I love every inch of my hair From the bottom to the top in every For listening. In the words of Mrs. Bernice Presley, you are someone special, outstanding dignitary. Have a great day.